This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today is a blast from the past. Today, I want to share with you one of the most incredible lessons that one of my clients has shared with me that I know, if you remember, will change the way that you show up in your daily life. So I've been incredibly fortunate and incredibly blessed over my my course and my time in being a right, a mentor, a coach, a consultant, whatever you want to lump me in as, as someone that actually just cares about people. right? I'll just say that's where it starts. I've been fortunate. I've been blessed. I've been whatever you'd say to get to spend time with some truly, truly amazing individuals. It literally spans in every corner, not only of the globe, but in every corner and aspect of life. Right, I've had individuals that have just graduated college that are looking to propel themselves forward in the business world. I've had individuals that, that run massively successful right, music management companies. I've helped people launch apps. I've helped people walk through seasons questioning divorce and their own right, sexuality and which side of that game they want to play on. Right? I've had this incredible run of just all these brilliant, brilliant people that I am truly honored I got to share time with. And I share this because some of them, actually you yourself, might be one of those people. If so, I'm truly honored that at any point in time we got to spend time together or are currently spending time together. Whether I share it openly, frequently enough, I'm learning something from you as much as you may be learning something from me. And I can't ever say thank you enough for those lessons. And that's ultimately what today's episode's about. You see, I go back in my trajectory as I really started to press the gas pedal to the floor in this business and see what I was capable of and see what sort of change I could help others make. One of the very first calls I remember having was with this powerful, powerful, brilliant young woman, young lady, woman, whatever the right term would be, from another region of the, of the country. And I'm going to leave a little bit of this agnostic as the person's identity to me is not as impactful as the message behind the story. And so I have this incredible conversation, one of the first sales conversations I ever remember having with this individual. And I remember distinctly, I was sitting in Lifetime Cafe's, Lifetime Jim's Cafe, having this conversation, the very first one. And I didn't have any sort of script, right? I hadn't worked on the salesmanship of this. I had a heartfelt conversation. And I don't remember if the conversation was 30, 45 minutes, an hour and a half. I have no idea how long it was. I had no system set up to help me scale. I had no Calendly link. I had no anything that way. It was literally send an email, <laughs> send me your phone number. I'll call you at this time. And I had to remember to make the phone call. We're talking quite some time ago now. So I had the phone call. I just literally asked, you know, logically to me. Tell me what's going on in your life. Tell me where you'd like to go. Let me make certain I have the tools to help you. It just seemed like a logical conversation to have with someone that I didn't know. And we get to the end of the conversation, and I have no problem asking somebody to invest in themselves. But I hadn't done it yet quite in this capacity. And so I ask, right? So do we get to work together? Without hesitation, the answer was yes. Let's go. Beautiful, excellent, excited. 
right? So at that point, I didn't even have any systems built to send invoices or anything like that, right? It was clunky. It was messy. It wasn't automatic at all. But we eventually figured it out. And back and forth for the next 12 or 14 weeks, right, this woman and I got to know each other. Right, she's an, an incredibly strong-willed and powerful individual. Maybe you can relate. Hard charger, right? Married, corporate America, a mover and a shaker, achieves big, big things. And we make some tremendous breakthroughs, right? I remember it like it was yesterday. And when I say breakthroughs, right, there's this thing that I refer to that when I get to walk side by side with a client through a through a time period of their life, we start by entering this pitch black room together. I mean, imagine if you will, you and I, shoulder to shoulder, it's a pitch black room. And you reach down and you touch my hand and you realize I have a flashlight in my hand. You can feel it, right? You feel that mag light, right? It's metal. It's got a very familiar feel, shape, a size. Like, Ryan, just, we turn on the flashlight. I, I need to see what's in this room. And I unfortunately have to turn to you and say, look, like, this is my flashlight, and I can't turn it on for you. We're going to have to crawl around here and find the light for you. But I'm going to help you find it. I'm going to be side by side with you, but we're going to have to get down on our hands and knees and feel around the room and deal with whatever's in here. And who knows what's in this room together, right? Maybe there's spiders. Maybe there's flowers. Maybe there's water. We don't know what's here. But together, we're going to figure it out. And eventually, we crawl through this room and you, fly in, you find the flashlight and you're so excited. You're, you're proud. You have that breakthrough. Like, I got my flashlight. I got it. And you turn it on and it clicks and it clicks on. But the baby goes out for a second and turns back on, right? Like one of those that the batteries are almost dead. Maybe you've been there before. And so you're shaking it, you're shaking it, you're shaking it. And eventually it finally turns on and you see the door. And all you want to do is get out of the room now. All you want to do is run towards the doorway. And so what I look at my job to be in that moment is to help you get to the door, open it, and make sure you go catapulting yourself out of that door into the next season of your life. And I got to experience this firsthand with this incredible, incredible person. We got really clear on some things that happened in childhood. We got really clear on some things that were going on inside of our personal life. We got really clear on some things that were going on inside of business. And she saw these changes. These things grew. And life progressed. And it was brilliant, right? It's, it's such rewarding work. And then I put out an offer at some point in the future of, look, I'm going to have this men's event. I'm going to have a women's event, kind of back-to-back weekends. And the response to the men's event was, was rather overwhelming. Many, 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 maybe even you yourself, reached out and inquired about it and either considered it or ended up investing in it and coming to it. And it was a life-changing thing for me and I believe for many of the men that came through the, through the training but as the women went to invest, really needed 10 women to make it impactful and seven had committed and then five eventually backed out and had second guesses and some left with two powerful women. One of which is the woman I'm referring to now and is another one is a woman from right a, a different part of the country. And so like a dog with his tail behind his legs that just wet himself in the corner, I have to call these individuals and say, hey, look, this just isn't going to work. It doesn't make sense to run this event with two people. There's just, it's not going to have the impact. So one of the individuals, I 
I'm incredibly fortunate at this moment. I got to end up working with her in a one-to-one capacity. And again, more just brilliance, brilliance from this this woman. Just right, tears were shed and conversations were had, and it was amazing. But the woman that I'm sharing right now right, just was frustrated, and rightfully so. Right? Maybe she got her hopes up. Maybe she was excited. Like I was looking forward to having this earth-shattering event here in Columbus, and it just didn't come to fruition. That's right. I, I refund her money, put it back in her pocket, and she's right, okay, but not all that happy. And I completely understand why. And then as life progresses, right, I'm testing systems and processes inside of business. And many of you, maybe you yourself, have communicated with me through chat. Now, I have two different chat platforms. I have my personal page, which I do the best I can to stay on top of and actively monitor and correspond with anybody that reaches out. Then I have my business page. My business page looks just like my personal, Ryan Nidell. A couple things for you is if you go to my business page right now and you go to Messenger and you type in Observation Tower, it's one of the most powerful planning tools I've ever come up with that walks you through step-by-step on how to plan out your week. Then if you ever are someone that has ever been frustrated and wants a quick way to process those emotions, there's something called the frame. That's another command, right? You just type in frame, F-R-A-M-E. And from that, right, there's some segmentation that goes on behind the scenes, depending on what somebody types in and where they've been and what bucket they're in and what marketing campaign. There's all types of different things. And so I put out this video through the chat platform that maybe you yourself received that just said, hey, you crossed my mind today. I want to know who you are, what you're up to, and how I might be able to help. Unfortunately, in my haste or in my ignorance, right, done is always better than perfect to me. I sent it to the wrong group. I sent it to the wrong list. And this powerful woman received it. But she didn't receive it in a way that was warm and fuzzy. She was very bothered by it. Because right? she had the bad taste of having to be refunded. She had her own things going on in her life. And she just felt like, Ryan didn't even care about me. Here we sit. Here are the things. We shared all this time and energy. And here I'm getting this generic message. What the heck? And I get it. Have you ever felt that way yourself? Where you're looking really forward to correspondence with someone, someone that maybe you value, someone, I hope it's not me, but maybe someone you even look up to, and you get there and it's you're just let down. It didn't go the right way. It didn't go the way you hoped. Well, that's what I felt like had happened here. And so our conversation back and forth through chat was not all that pleasant. And I can't change it in that moment, right? I'm not going to try. Respond to her her questions and her concerns and her frustrations. And I truly wish her the best, fully expecting the fact that she would be, essentially, I'll say, out of my life forever. Now, I know that doesn't really happen that way, but that's how it felt in that moment. Again, maybe you felt that way before, too. But as social media has its wizardry that happens behind the scenes, we stay in touch virtually. And what I mean by that is occasionally her content will pop up on my feed as she's traveling and spending time with her husband and going all over the country and doing these wonderful, wonderful things that just show such unity and such happiness inside of her household. And I love it for her, just as I would love it for you. Well, then I'm, right, this is, feels like eight or nine months ago. I don't really know how long ago it's been at this point. 
I wake up last week, going through my normal routine, about ready to hop in the shower, take my cold shower, do the things I do in the morning, and I see a message on my cell phone from this individual. Essentially saying, hey, how are you? What's going on? Do you have a website or something somewhere where I can see right, how someone could work with you? And I'm paraphrasing. If I'm butchering it, I'm not actually pulling up my phone to look at it. And I don't even for a moment assume that it's this individual. Don't assume it's her. I say, well, right, just as I would share with you, I don't have a website that's up currently because I'm not only rebranding it, but I think it's out of integrity if I share with people how to make money without needing a website or funnels that I have a website. It doesn't quite line up, which is why if you followed me for some time, I took it down you know, nine, ten months ago because it just didn't feel right. How can I say to you, I can show you how to make money online without needing a website, funnels, or crazy technology, and then I have a website, funnels, and crazy technology. I think that's what, as I refer to them, most internet charlatans are doing right now. So I took it down. And so I share that with her very openly, right through voice memo. Hey, insert name, so great to hear from you. Here's currently what I have, right? The Mindset Matters group, which is $97 a month. It's an hour and a half phone call a week. It's a Zoom call. It's homework. It's activities. It's a tribe. It's a community. Right? There's 25 or 30 people in there, and we're able to always bring on more, right? There's always impact to be had there. So that's an option. Then I have some different platforms that I'm working on that I help coaches, mentor, consultants really get clear on their message get clear on their marketing, get clear on their impact and their income, and create the simple systems at scale to help them get there. Right? And those start as inexpensive as $497 a month, and really at the top end, right, go as high as $1997. And so, right, there's different options there, depending on what someone would want. Then I said, right, there's a, there's a handful of people that I right, clear time on my calendar and work with in a one-to-one capacity. And it just was like a month-to-month commitment, as long as there's value being added, we'd assume we're going to continue to work together. And of course, a mastermind group in which I've shared and some other pieces and parts and then the consulting side of the business. Fully expecting, right? This has nothing to do with her. Well, she ends up saying, I will look like after everything I've been through, I'm seeing some more shadows pop up that I don't quite know how to work through. And I was wondering if there's a chance we could have a conversation about working together again. And number one, I'm excited, right? Because it's nostalgia for me. It's like, man, I remember exactly what this was like. And boy, I'm such a different individual from where I sit. I have so many more skills. I have such a different process. There's such a different system. Heck yeah, let's work together. I say, look, let's, let's hop on a phone call. We spent time together before. Let me see if I can offer you some clarity before even engaging in something. Or maybe there's not a need for that. So we schedule a phone call and we have a conversation and the last 45 minutes or an hour at this point I don't quite recall and we get to the end of it she says look I'd, I'd just like to spend some time together right there's these three four five things I want to work through and I don't know where else to turn other than you I shared this story with you because think about this I think of how many times I'll just say in my life I'll think about how many times I have let my pride or bruised pride or bruised ego get the best of me and how I haven't reached out that, that hand asking for help because of foolish stories I tell myself in my mind. Go back to my, my web hosting days, right? When I pushed the owners out of the company because I just knew that I knew better as a 27-year-old man. 
push them out and push them out. I got this. I got this. I got this. And while I had it, I could have certainly used their help in navigating some of those waters and making better decisions. But my ego just kept pushing them away, pushing them away. And it was foolish. It is foolish. But here in this situation, this woman has at one point in her past invested in time and energy with me. She got very real and very vulnerable with me, and I honored that completely. That's why I'm leaving her name and location and what she's been through out of this, because it's not relevant. But she bared part of her soul to me. This was during the 100% personal development-based days that had a little twinge of business to it. And then we hit a speed bump together. That first, I'll say, women's event that didn't happen. That was rough, right? Because we looked forward to it and excited and she wanted to go deeper down the rabbit hole and it just didn't work out the right way. Then we hit the major road bump, right? The speed bump, the roadblock, whatever it would be, in which I sent her a message that was as generic as could be that made no sense or impact to her and it, it frustrated her. And I feel comfortable saying her words reflected that. And I received it with an open mind and open heart. And then here, right, as she's kind of going through this transition period in her life where she's waking up to the next best version of herself, she reaches out. And when she reaches out, she's met with open arms by me. And during our entire text communication back and forth, there was no mention of that. There didn't need to be. And on our phone call together, 45 minutes in, I bring it up laughingly like, this is life. This is what happens. It's okay. I don't think anything of it. And she shares right, that she was a little nervous, a little had a little trepidation on reaching out because of how it would be received. That she was afraid that when she said what she said to me, that she would have burnt the relationship to the ground. I'll tell you, as someone that works consistently on emotional intelligence as well as overall intelligence as well as compassion and just helping people. How foolish would it be if I decided then to shun someone because they bared with me how they actually felt about me in the moment? feel incredibly hypocritical. But I'm realizing how often in life prior to this that I might have done that very thing. And that maybe you yourself are carrying around some hypocrisy some things that are guiding your current decisions that don't make much sense. You see, if we're honest with each other, you and I, to hold against someone something they did six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, is a little foolish, isn't it? I mean, if I ask you right now, are you at all different than you were six months ago? I would assume by the fact that we're sharing time and space together now, that answer would have to be yes, wouldn't it? Well, then would it be incomprehensible to believe that another individual that you might have run across at some point in your life, that he or she has also evolved in the past six months or a year? I don't believe so. I actually believe the majority of us stay in consistent motion and momentum and we're always building into the next best version of ourselves. And so then if that is the case, by holding on to the stories we have told ourselves around the quality of person that we're interacting with, we're actually shortchanging ourselves from what might be right in front of us, the best thing in our lives. Because fortunately, right, today was my first new call with this individual. And I walk people through a very different process now than I did back then. All right, we set some goals and some intentionality right up front. 
We know exactly where we're going, how we're going to get there. We take an assessment so I see, write the best feedback loops at life optimization testing. You know exactly how to not only correspond with the individual that's in front of me to make sure that I'm making the greatest impact in the shortest amount of time, but also explain to them why other people around them might push their buttons, trip their trigger. And then from there, right, we work on a a month-to-month basis. There's no need for a 90-day or six-month commitment. I share very openly, as I did with her, might be a fool's errand to assume that in 30 days everything is different. It's certainly going to feel different. There's a lot of things that go on in our mind in the first 30 days. Dopamine and excitement and curiosity and rose-colored glasses and rainbows and unicorns about what's to come. But if we look at it scientifically, it's between that day 30 and the day about 70 that things go crazy for us. We revert back to old patterns and habits because they're more familiar to us than the new ones we're trying to establish. And the new version of us that we're chasing might seem so far out that it's almost impossible to reach. And so it's easier and more familiar to go back to the old version. To me, it's in those moments where you need the mentorship, the accountability, you need the plan, you need someone to hold your hand and dust your knees off when you fall and trip. Because my friend, let's be honest, you're, you're going to just as I do. But then we get past that part and we get to that 70, 80, 90 days And the things that you have learned in the first 30 or 45 no longer become things you've learned. If things go the right way, they become things that you own. They're your things to share, not things you have been taught. And certainly at that point, there can be a recalibration and new goals that get set, or there can be a parting of ways. See, I've fully come to realize that the biggest success I get with Some of my best clients, the ones that we run together for the longest amount of time, setting many benchmarks along the way. What can we achieve in 30 days? What can we achieve in 30 days? How does that tie into a 90-day goal? How does that tie into a yearly goal? And that we're always moving that goalpost further and further out. But I also fully realize that in some cases, some capacities, that's just not the, the mission that I have in some individuals' lives. And that's also been the way that some coaches have shown up in mine. They're there for a season not for a lifetime. I share all this to share some things with you. Of course, that thing of forgiveness and realizing that some things don't always go the right way and that there's no need to hold that over someone's head. I think that's an important lesson for all of us to always remember. Second thing is never to be too prideful to ask for help. And I wish I would have learned that lesson many, many years ago. Now I almost ask for help maybe too quickly. I don't want to learn things that I can outsource and learn from someone else. I don't need to take the long, hard road. I can find specialists and invest in that. And I think that's an incredibly impactful lesson in its own right. And then, of course, there's a thing of being able to find people in your life that you feel able to be vulnerably authentic with. See, I see it time and time again as I get the privilege of working with really high-powered people You don't have to kid yourself with me. The likelihood of you having two or three people that you can just be yourself. You can say not only you're having a bad day, but you don't want to go home because you don't currently like your husband or wife, even though there's no reason for it. And that if you're honest, you'd want to be single and you don't want to go to the kid's soccer game and you just want to be alone and you want to burn the business to the ground and you just want to be out running in a field naked. Do you have people in your life you can speak that way to that don't judge you? That you're not afraid are going to go tell 12 other people that you're crazy? 
the likelihood of that is honestly very, very small. Hence to me, the necessity for tribes, having those two or three people you can be that person with, or having a coach, a mentor, a consultant, someone that you can reach out to and share those things with free of judgment, free of ridicule and persecution. You see, those are the things that become impactful, not only for your long-term success, but also for your long-term mental stability. I share that from a place of humility myself of realizing just a few weeks ago, I was in a very dark place. And fully realizing that the reason I got to that dark place was my inability to reach out to other people and just have conversations. And had I done that, I wouldn't have had to feel that badly. In addition to getting in alignment with some other things that are coming in the future. So my friend, it's my wish and it's my hope for you that number one, if you want help, if you want someone to walk with you through a season of life, reach out and find someone, whether that's me or someone else's content you consistently digest, whether it's on social media, whether it's through a book, whether it's through a podcast, there's nothing wrong with consuming free content. I love it. There's also nothing wrong with taking a step closer. Because if you feel called and compelled to do so, and it's, it's at a soul's level, there's something there that will, that will benefit you exponentially. I'm also going to encourage you just to not play this game of life alone. And that if your best friends are people that you can't be vulnerable with, if you can't tell the real truth to, I'm going to encourage you to find some new friends. And with that, I'm Ryan Nidell. Wishing you truly unlimited success. 